Hello, and welcome back to Real-Time Animation with Colton and Elizabeth. Today, we are going to watch Aladdin, which was released November 25th, 1992. All right, um, if you're following along at home, we are paused at zero on Disney Plus. So Elizabeth, go ahead and initiate our countdown. Well, if we are following at home, you're gonna wanna go ahead and make sure you are paused at zero because there's an 11 second warning at the oh, beginning yeah. of this about um, negative depictions. So you're gonna wanna, you have to wait that out. You can't skip it, which is good. You should read it, it's nice, but you should read uh, it. make sure you're actually paused at zero. Otherwise you'll be at least 11 seconds behind us. Anyway, three, two, one, play. One, All right. two, three, four. Four, five, six, seven. Do I need to pause mine? Oh no, we're like right on target. Ooh, mine's a little Mine was uh, still off because I was using my headset to play Warzone, so I had the main TV volume off. Okay. It's a problem I run into in the living room. I heard a weird noise, but like there are no cats in here, so I don't know what the weird noise would have come from, but. No cats, fine. only goats. <laughs> nah. This house is too open concept to be haunted. I know that's a weird thought, but like, have you ever thought. seen a ghost in an open concept house when you They're can look out and like yeah. see from the kitchen, like to the entire living area? No, you got to have like some corners to creep behind. Scare people from behind, yeah. Uh, score by Alan Menken, you know it's going to be good. So is this part of the, this is not great culturally thing? Probably. Yeah. Because they had that one lyric they changed. There used to be one about like cutting off people's hands, remember? Yeah. And it probably also had to do with um, like the whole thing in the market. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And also there's some, I feel like the guards are, they all look almost exactly the same. And it's not a great, like it's a pretty stereotypical depiction. Oh, there's that one like kind of bigger guard. But yeah, then they kind of look the same. Yeah, they're like copy paste guards. Mm -hmm. Oh, that poor camel. It's like me trying to drive my car to college when it was like falling apart. <laughs> Just singing along happily as pieces fall off, it's fine. So, okay. In the live action Aladdin, spoiler alert, this narrator is the genie, like they're the same. And yeah. there are theories that this is the genie. Like it's right. the voice, obviously, but like, is this the genie? I mean, does the genie have the lamp at the end? No. Does it well, disappear okay. when he's freed? question how far in the future does this take place is this after all the sequels we have no idea yeah and does aladdin as a whole take place in the past or is it in a very far dystopian future <laughs> nuclear future i think it is supposed to be the past but i can totally get behind a fan theory that it's an apocalyptic future
I don't love the way they animated the camels. It, no. Why not? Especially like, I don't know, the opening sequence. I feel like it's very like, it just feels weird. Can you have Uncanny Valley, but for camels? <laughs> so that's kind of what maybe. it feels like. Like maybe they're not quite cartoony enough. Or like their movements are so jerky. Oh yeah. Um, Jafar has a fancy horse. Look at that horse. Also, love Iago. Iago might be one of my favorite characters in this movie. And the voice casting for Iago is on point. Gilbert Godfrey. Are we going to watch the terrible sequels after this? Maybe. Probably. We're going to run out of things eventually. We're going to end up watching them. I had this like Aladdin game on like Super Nintendo or something where you had to like fly out of the Cave of Wonders and it was addicting. Growing up, I just had Sonic games on Sega Genesis. Also a classic. Except Sega Genesis came out in like 94. So when I was playing it at age 10 or whatever, it was already 10 years old. Uh, and then we had the Dreamcast nice i think we went from my grandparents actually bought a super nintendo for us to like play while we were there our first one was the nintendo 64 and then we went to playstation 2 and then we switched over to xbox and now we've been a microsoft family <laughs> we did genesis dreamcast gamecube and then i stopped playing on consoles for a very long time and now i have a switch and a xbox so I have two. We must be friends. So Jafar, I think, counts as a queer-coded villain, right? Yes. Yes. There is a hilarious comedian. I think it's Matteo Lane who talks about Jafar being queer-coded, and it's really funny. So if anyone wants to look it up, you should. I love him. He's hilarious. I think I used to say that as a child and I didn't know what it meant. Say what? Which part? I'm so, tick I'm so ticked off that I'm molting. <laughs> People are like, what? <laughs> Just... So also, whenever I hear his voice, it makes me think of the beetle in Thumbelina. Because he has such a distinctive that. voice that it's like hard to not see the other characters. Yeah. yeah. So I heard, can't remember where because I'm terrible with sources, that originally Aladdin was supposed to be a lot younger and then they decided to age him up. So there's a brief moment in the Friend Like Me sequence where you can see him when he's far away, kind of animated as a younger boy but it's like in the background yeah that would make the love interest storyline kind of weird if he was like it 11 would. yeah i was trying to remember you said queer coded villain and it made me think i know i've sent you a tiktok recently about it and i had to go look it up and it was um tomatoa 
Oh yeah, yeah. That, that was, was a really great. good video. Shiny. Have we watched Moana? Not for the podcast. Oh. So listeners, we have to differentiate what we have and have not watched for the podcast because we've probably watched basically every Disney movie together before we even started the podcast. So it's a little hard to remember. Well, yeah, because the pandemic started and we started doing weekly Disney's. Yeah. And we didn't record them until, you know, about 30 weeks ago now. <laughs> yeah. yeah. About 30 weeks ago. But just a quick I mean, for 30 the weeks ago. Year and a quarter before that of the <laughs> pandemic, we were still watching. We went through almost all of our favorites and not so favorites. Yeah. Like, I don't think we're going to rewatch uh, Snow White or Cinderella, even though we watched them the first time around. I don't know. <laughs> we might eventually we and might. just complain the whole time. Yeah. Do you think this so is a this, brothel? Yes, yes. This is 100% a brothel. I like the, uh, I can't remember who it is who does the singing voice. Brad something with a K, right? Who does the singing voice for Aladdin? He has a very like warm quality to his voice that really works. You know? He does. Like it sounds like when he's singing, he's smiling. Like you can like hear it. So how old is Aladdin supposed to be? I have no idea. I would guess um, 18, just because yeah. that's usually the default, you know, whatever. Yeah, yeah. 18 to 20, something like that. Yeah, see, I feel like all the guards are like copy paste and also not great depictions. Yeah. Oh, you know what could have happened right there? A goofy, a goofy stream. stream. Yes. <laughs> How do I know that's what you wanted? Uh. <laughs> have you ever just like eaten a loaf of bread? Because like yes. people do that in cartoons. <laughs> you know when I did that the most? The start of the pandemic when I was so bored and I was like, I'm going to make bread from scratch. And then I was like, oh wait, I live alone. Now I have all this bread. <laughs> I never had that phase because my mom has to, uh, she's allergic to wheat, which includes wheat? most gluten. So I yeah. mean, making, I did over, I guess the, over the pandemic, I did perfect a gluten-free bread recipe, but like I couldn't do the fun kneading yeah. and proving and Oh yeah. Beautiful I loaves did. of French sourdough. No. That's what I would do I on got the one weekend I was bored. Make myself one large loaf of bread, sit there and eat it while watching Netflix with the cat. Okay, I, want I appreciate it. in real life to look as good as cheesing cartoons. That's oh, what definitely. always gets me. I appreciate that those background characters look very different from each other. Like look at how different they all are. Yeah. I hope this doesn't awaken something in me. <laughs> Whips. <sighs> what a fancy horse. It's a fancy horse. It has like a bangle on its tail. Yeah. Like a ponytail holder, but metal. 
Oh, and the tail is so curly. That was weird. Yeah. So in the musical, I can't remember if this song was written for the movie and later added to the musical or if they wrote it for the musical. There's a musical version of this, by the way, for those of you who don't know. Um, there's a great song called Proud of Your Boy that he, I don't think, sings in the movie. No, it definitely doesn't. But it's really good. You guys should listen to it. Because I think there was supposed to be a plot point of like his mom, but then no, obviously. I just had a cursed thought. What? I just thought this has a lot of similarities to Ray from the most recent set of oh, Star yeah. Wars movies. That she's like in a deserty place, orphan or doesn't know where her parents are. And then she's like the chosen one. Yeah. And attempts to get manipulated yeah. by the villain dude. except Jafar does not have a redemption arc like Kylo Ren does. Right. So this comes up whenever we talk about movies with arranged marriages. I know it's terrible. So let's just say arranged marriage, not great. But this also isn't like, an arranged marriage. Well, I mean, she has like suitors, right? Right, and but that's they definitely get, not an arranged marriage at all. But they get to the point where he's, I mean, he's hypnotized, but he's like arranging her marriage with Jafar, right? Sure. Anyway, I don't hate the idea of uh, you sitting in your house and people bringing suitors to you for you to be like, yes or no. <laughs> like, that doesn't sound terrible. Yeah, but suitors and arranged marriages are extremely different. I'm aware. We get to the point of arranged marriage in this movie. It seems like we're nearing right. it because she can't find someone. But... but you're describing having suitors as appealing, like Bridgerton but saying it or calling them arranged marriages when that is. I feel like they often go together. And I feel like uh, suitors are semi-arranged because like in these circumstances, your parents are approving of the suitors, right? So you're getting a choice, but it's still a choice that they're okay with. Right. And that's very different from arranged marriages where you basically, you're like, this is the person you're going to marry. Meet them for 20 minutes. Okay, great. I'll see you on the wedding okay. day. Okay, yes. Is Raja male or female? I mean, it doesn't matter, but like, I'm just wondering. I feel like she said he didn't mean it or whatever when. Oh, okay. With the tearing of the underwear that randomly has hearts. Weird yeah. modern moment, but whatever. Modern underwear moment. Kind of like in a, <laughs> when we did Sword in the Stone and Merlin's robe swoops up and he's wearing like, boxers and you're like wait what yeah <laughs> why did his eyes get all weird did you notice that i think they look Yago's like that eyes. when he's pretending to be a dumb bird yeah and then he gets like human pupils when he's being smarter i guess yeah
feel like Patrick animated- Stewart was almost Jafar. Oh, really? <laughs> That's funny. I feel like they animate that really well when he hypnotizes them and everything in the background gets like darker and red. That's cool. Mm-hmm. Do you remember that dumb meme that was going around with Jafar and it was like super zoomed in and it says Janir and then he's tiny. It says Jafar and then it's him on the Titanic and it says Joe, wherever you are. (laughs) Yeah. I love that. That's the exact kind of niche humor that I need in my life. I don't really understand. She's like, she's saying goodbye to Raja and is like, I'll miss you. I'll never see you again. Where's she going to go? Yeah, she did not bring any money. She probably doesn't get that. You know, like when she tries to take something from the market and then he's like, oh, that costs this much. She's like, what? Like she has no concept of that. Also, it's really cool that, uh, after this movie, you know, brought Raja to fame, they later went on to uh, represent Frosted Flakes. What? You know Tony the Tiger? I think they're at least related. I'm pretty sure Tony was pre-1992. Oh, you're right. Maybe it's the other way around. Maybe they're unrelated. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway... Sugar dates. I could go for some sugar dates. I do think I prefer... I know you weren't a fan of the live-action version. Yeah. I liked it, and I especially liked um, Jasmine's depiction. Yeah, I mean, I I don't think it's a bad movie. I just strongly prefer this one. Even though there's a lot of, like, really uncomfortable, kind of, like, cringy parts of the live-action, I might pick the live action yikes i love jasmine in the live action she has yeah actual agency she does yeah i think that for me a lot of it is also just visual like i really like 2d animation a lot and i have a lot of nostalgia for this movie so when it became kind of cgi i think it's a little more soulless i don't know that sounds mean but (laughs) Like, I think there's something pretty cool about when someone animates something in 2D, everything is intentional. Like, nothing is done by accident or just, like, random because they have to think about everything to animate it, right? I mean, that's the same way in a movie. But you could have, like, I don't know, in the parade scene in the movie, background characters doing random stuff, and they're like, oh, yeah, do that. That's fine. But they don't have to literally draw frame by frame what each and everything is doing. Yeah, but they build a set from the bottom up and have to place everything and everyone in it yeah i don't know i think there's more control with animation i think the live action is absolutely beautiful 
I mean, the scale of everything is just amazing. Yeah, I, I do like that, that they, you know, made it large scale, like especially the parade scene is great. I feel like the costumes are really amazing. Yeah, I mean, it's a good movie. I just prefer this. Me trying to ride my Peloton ever. <laughs> So what are the scale of his powers? Like what, I don't get it. Cause like he knows things, obviously he can hypnotize people, but he doesn't really get like magical, like poof powers until later, right? When he has the, the genie. Yeah, I guess it seems like hypnotism and divination, mostly. Yeah. <clears throat> Is that an impact silhouette, sort of? Sort of. When the, I think it's plausible to imagine that through his searches for the Cave of Wonders, since obviously magic exists in this universe, that he would have found like little bits of magic. Yeah. So I know this is romantic and cute, but it also kind of speaks to the fact that she has no like life experience because she doesn't know what money is. And this random dude helps her. So she's like, I'll just go with you. This is probably safe. Yeah. Yeah. but she can pole vault, question mark? <laughs> I guess she has a big yard to practice. Conversation starter. Is Jasmine a mani manic pixie dream girl? I'm not as familiar with what that actually means. So I don't know. Ah, oh, okay. I'll have to look it up. I'll get back to you on that. Like I've heard that term. I'm just not familiar enough. I don't want to sound dumb, like trying to talk around it without knowing what it is. <laughs> Because we both know I would do that. I would love for people to tell me how to dress, to just be like, here's your outfit for today. That sounds great. <laughs> so I know they're both trapped and they relate to each other. But if you had to pick being trapped in like a super nice palace, but like your family is controlling or trapped in like terrible poverty, I would pick being trapped in the palace, right? Would but they're a different kind of trapped because she's literally trapped within the walls of the palace. He is not trapped within any walls. Right. He's metaphorically trapped by socioeconomic status, but she is literally a prisoner. Yeah, I'd still pick a palace. I'd be okay in a palace. I can make it. I think that's coming from a position where you would be the one choosing a wife and not having a husband chosen for you and told that you need to have his babies. Mm, okay, fair. Because, <laughs> like, that's a whole different level of... Ugh. Why did he just slice that beam? What was the purpose of that? He's like, mad. Yeah. That was extremely lucky. Oh, a boo. How do they not recognize her? This is so dumb. 
They're like, oh, wait, she's got a headband. I mean, people are really honestly bad about that in real life, like not recognizing people outside of the context when they're, you're used to seeing them. I guess that's true. Like I saw one of my coworkers in the parking lot one day and I had not really seen them without their mask very often. And I was like, who's that? Why are they walking towards me? <laughs> well, like if you saw your dentist or your doctor in the grocery store, would you immediately recognize them? Yeah. You wouldn't? But you wouldn't recognize your coworker in the parking lot of your job? No. Well, it's not like someone I work with all the time every day. It was like somebody I probably see once a day, but I don't like work with them a lot. Right. You see them once a day. You saw them <laughs> in the parking lot of your job and didn't recognize them. But you think someone you see once or twice a year, you would recognize in the grocery store? Bold of you to assume I only need to go to the doctor once <laughs> or twice a year. Still, I would recognize, I could recognize my doctor that I had in fifth grade, like today, if I saw them somewhere. I don't believe you. I think I, you're being talky about your abilities. I 100% can picture in my brain exactly what he looks like. You literally just told us that you did not recognize someone you see every single day right <laughs> outside the building where you see them. Yeah, because I see them and I'm like, hey, morning, what's up? And they have a mask on their face. And the doctor's like, let's talk about how you should exercise more. And I'm like, no. And so I can recognize them. I still don't believe you. I would like say his name and detail things about him, like my old doctor, but that would be weird on this podcast. But separately sometime, I'll describe him to you. Oh, and you know what? My doctor, when we were in school in Waco, his nephew went to our school. So more connections. I want like an origin story about how Aladdin and Abu met. I bet he rescued him as a baby when he was like starving. Is there a word for a baby monkey? But it's not like a pup, is it? I'm gonna look it up. Uh, I have no idea. Uh, they just call it an infant. That's weird, but okay. But do you know what a baby mosquito is called? An asshole? <laughs> a nymph. Options are nymph, wriggler, or tumbler. Also, can we talk about how Jafar is a master of disguise? Like, this is a great disguise. I mean, I think the implication is also that there's some magic involved here as well. Yeah. Or maybe that's just, you know, what he looks like before he puts his makeup on every day, except with the extra beard. I think there's magic involved. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> this prison is built extremely poorly. <laughs> Again, I think there's either some magic or he dug out the passageway very quickly before running in there and being like, I can get you out of here. Now that I dug for 17 hours, I'm ready now. <laughs> I think we should have had a little scene with a Yaga with a shovel, like complaining. Although, you know what? This is probably how he's been getting all these people. Like, that would make sense. Like, grab a random prisoner and be like, hey, you try it. Well, the last guy he met in the desert who had the other half of the um, thingy. Oh, that's right. I think, I feel like in the source material, it's either stated or implied that a lot of people have died trying. Yeah. But I think yeah. in the movie, it's just Aladdin and the other guy whose name we well, don't know. Well, in the live action movie, did they reference that? I think they do, but I've, I've only seen it like twice. I've only seen it twice. There's a great um, Aladdin level in the Kingdom Hearts games. I've never played the Kingdom Hearts games. You should. They're on Game Pass. You can download them for free. Well, if you have Game Pass, obviously. But I think you I do. don't know what Game Passes. <laughs> you don't get. I think you have Game Passes, where you can download random games. I feel like you do. You should look into it. Listen, the literal only reason I originally got the Xbox was for Call of Duty. So like Okay. Well, I think if you have like Xbox Live, you have Game Pass, right? I don't even know if I have Xbox Live. You do because you play live with people online. <laughs> but isn't that through Warzone? Yeah, but you have to have Xbox Live to like have access to playing anything online from your Xbox. I'm definitely not I'm paying like, for Xbox Live. Really? Okay, I don't know. <sighs> I don't really know what I'm talking about. We'll figure it out. I'm confused about the mechanics of the carpet, but that's neither here nor there. What do you mean the mechanics? Um, where's the sentience stored? In the fabric? Does it have to have like a head? I mean, I don't know. These are my questions. <laughs> also, why does a boon not like the carpet? Does it hurt to be walked on? Um, I think it would depend on the weight of things because when we see it get like crushed by something later, like isn't there like a pillar that falls on it? It's like totally struggling, like maybe it's in pain. But it could just be struggling to like get out, so. Those are very steep stairs. Those would not pass a home inspection. <laughs> I think the lack of handrail will get you before the steepness. Yeah. <laughs> These stairs go up five feet for every one feet they go out. 
This has the same energy as uh, spoilers for Endgame, Avengers Endgame, before they fight Thanos. Spoilers. Um, this has the same energy as um, Chris Pratt punching Thanos because he killed What's-Her-Face and ruining the whole plan and like getting half the universe killed. Ah, yeah. Of course, I already Inside don't like Chris Pratt, so like, Maybe I'm biased. <laughs> so this is completely a boost fault. That's cool. Abu and Star Lord. Yeah. Did this teach Abu to work on his impulse control? Not really. Did Abu technically save Aladdin's life by doing this? Oh, you know what? Maybe. If you think about otherwise, that Aladdin would have walked out, hit it in the lamp, and gotten stabbed in the face. That's true. I don't know, though. I mean, I feel like if the stairs and stuff were still there and he just walked out, Aladdin is quick-witted enough to know when someone's trying to stab him and probably would, worst case, get like abandoned in the desert, not like stabbed and left for dead. Still, though, abandoned in the desert with no way out, as good as yeah. stabbed in the face without True. the genie. So the last time this, oh, wait, it's because he is the chosen one. Okay, I was thinking the last time this thing closed up, it was real quick. Like, it just, like, chomp. It was, like, done. Yeah. He's the diamond in the rough, though. Look at his crazy eyes. <laughs> what a great Did voice you get that change. knife from Yzma? I know, right? That's a great villain knife. the carpet helps them so what is is that thing supposed to be like a tiger like what i think so yeah <laughs> why did his teeth change when he ripped his beard off That looks like a really comfortable couch thing. Unrealistic. What? Him just believing her immediately? No. Well, we would hope he would, but yeah, you're right. Listen, <clears throat> we live in Texas. <laughs> oh my um, God, okay. There's little hope to be found currently. Yeah, but they don't live in Texas, I think. <laughs> I'm telling you, post-apocalyptic <laughs> wasteland, this instead is... of a very much in the past, it's very much in the future. You see like a sign that says Agrabah under it. There's a sign that says Dallas and it's crossed out. 
<laughs> oh no, this would definitely be West Texas. This is or East Texas, honestly. I thought East Texas was more like piney. Well, not after the um, water wars, after we ruined the environment. This just feels like El Paso. Yeah. Or maybe Lubbock. Isn't Lubbock really dusty? Lubbock, heavy? oh my God, yes. Um, Robin Williams is amazing in this movie, for sure. Amazing in every movie. Like, I don't think this would be nearly as successful if it were not for Robin Williams. Absolutely not. So they've both been locked in here for a long time. Clearly, the rug and the genie. Didn't he say 2,000 years? Yeah. So it makes me wonder why the lamp ended up locked in here. Like maybe that I was got the... the impression that like once you do your three wishes, if you don't wish the genie free, this is where it goes to. Like, oh, it goes it's... back home base yeah. that's that could be entirely false but that's the impression i got just because like this is the genie's uh save point yeah yeah i was thinking briefly that it could be like someone who had the genie was really petty and was like for my last wish i want the lamp to be locked in a cave that nobody except the chosen one would be able to find i mean Ooh, or maybe be, what happened? the wish could be good because it could be like, I only want someone who's worthy to be able to find you next, you know? Uh, I feel like it'd be a petty thing because if it was a good thing, they would have wished the genie free. Oh, that's true. So we got to watch here to see if we see any frames with him animated as a younger boy. So maybe the last person's wish could have been like, I wish no one else in my lifetime would be able to use the genie's power. Or I wish. Oh, yeah. Yeah. No one for eons would be able to use the genie's power. Right. Although I don't know if Aladdin's really the chosen one. He looks pretty young here, but that just might be him looking young. He does look pretty young. Um, I would love some baklava right now. I always take one bite and I'm like, that's it. Too sweet. I'm done. Thank you. It's delicious. It. it is but i can't do more than one bite at a time uh sometimes a grocery store has like a little platter with various kinds and they're like little bite size that's perfect anyway aladdin isn't necessarily the chosen one though it just he's a diamond in the rough so well, theoretically, diamond, there could the be, diamond. yeah theoretically there could be a lot of diamonds in the rough of um agrabah right. at any given point that makes sense. Or maybe it's like the diamond in the rough at the time. So like on that day ah. or in this lifetime, in these 50 years or so, he is the one. It makes sense. But it's not of, like an air of Slytherin thing, I don't think. Well, I was just, funny you say that. I was going to bring up <laughs> that Harry Potter clip where it's like, Harry, she only wants you because you're the chosen one. He's like, but I am the chosen one. <laughs> I can't remember what movie that is, but it's good. 
Oh, also, they added all the Harry Potters back on HBO Max. I think it's the sixth one. Yeah, I want to rewatch all of them instead of going to work. That's my plan. Because it's when um, What's-Her-Face tries to slip him a love potion, but um, yeah. Ron ends up with it instead and gets poisoned, so Slughorn's there. So yeah, that's six. Yeah. I like how you deduced that. Thanks. <laughs> this is definitely a Harry Potter household. Yeah. This is also a pro-LGBT household, in case anyone is curious. Yes. That's good to mention. My family, um, mainly my mom, is very much like, love the universe that was created. Not pleased with the author lately. Right. Yeah. I'm wondering. No, I was going to say there's a solid bet that there's something Harry Potter related in this room. When you look behind you and there's like a tapestry. <laughs> Just... There's got to be stuff. Oh, yeah, there is. There's a Harry Potter music box. I got my mom on the bookshelf. So this is where Aladdin's street smarts come in. I mean, conned him to <laughs> get him extra wishes. Mm-hmm. Is there a magic carpet ride at Disney? I feel like there might be a kid's one, but I'm talking like a roller coaster. I think there's a, the last time I was there, which to be fair, was when my sister was like six. So been a while, she's Nine. 20. No, 11 years ago. Wow. Yeah. Um, I think that one of the rides that has little cars that go up and down, they had some that looked like Dumbo, some that looked like other things. And one of them looked like a magic carpet, but I don't think there's like a specific magic carpet ride. Yeah, I feel wrong. like there should be like a roller coaster magic carpet ride. Yeah, with like lava. Yes. I was like wondering just like loops and stuff. Oh yeah. Like shockwave at Six Flags Over Texas, but purple yeah. and carpet themed. And just playing the whole new world, and then there's a part where you're on the ride, and that like bird squawks. That'd be hilarious. They just need to play the thing where it's like, exits here, 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 anywhere. Keep your hands and arms inside the cart and here we go. And then it like, oh, like flashback. Like it could shoot yeah. you. Yeah, yeah. So flashback at Six Flags, not flashback. Um, Mr. Should Freeze we quit our at jobs Six Flags and over be, Texas. Should we quit our jobs and be roller coaster designers? I think we should. No, I spent six years at that park. I am good now. Thank you. <clears throat> Now, you probably already know this, but I don't know if listeners would know this, that uh, Aladdin in the original source material um, was actually Chinese. Oh, really? I didn't know that. Yeah, it's from the um, stories 1001 Arabian Nights, but the original Aladdin story took place in China. Wow. Which makes it kind of a nice tie-in when they end up in China at the end of a whole new world. Right. Which, like, someone online calculated how fast the carpet would have to be moving to get absurdly like absurdly fast and wait okay so there we see architecture that would suggest that china is where china was as in if this is post-apocalyptic world china's fine i don't know were they just rebuilt oh yeah 
What is that a reference to? I don't get that. Doubting Mustafa. I think that's like just an expression. Yeah, are you gonna look it up? I was gonna look it up. You can. Yeah. Jasmine's appearance was influenced by Jennifer Connelly, most likely from her appearance in the movie Labyrinth. Oh. <laughs> I don't know uh, if I like that. That is. Oh, Mustafa I, is the name of his dad in the earlier tellings of the tale. Oh. I was going to say it's not a great movie, and that's not true. The Labyrinth, I think, is a great movie in many ways, uh, but it's not great with the, like, ageless goblin king going after like this 14 15 year old girl and like weirdness there so when i say yeah. not a great movie that's what i mean not that the movie is yeah. not great but that there are some components that are a little a lot of weird i like his poof sounds i do i'm a sucker for a good poof sound Anyone who's listened to all of our episodes, if anyone out there has, aside from us, they would definitely <laughs> know that you have a thing for a good noise. Yeah. <laughs> noise. There we go. Love it. Um, so I get that the genie needs like distinctive features, but I don't really like his beard. Yeah, I get that. I can't make anyone fall in love with you. I can just make you really rich and attractive. So remember when Aladdin pushes like through two men in a crowd and you're like, what I love about these background characters is they're so distinctive. Yeah. That's because they're caricatures of the two of the directors. Oh, that's fun. Nice. Okay, so the understanding with this is when he is made to look like a prince, he also is literally, oh, Sebastian, he's literally made royalty, right? Yes. Okay. We don't know, like, how, but he's the prince of something. Maybe he's yes. the prince of that little oasis. <laughs> Which makes it uh, a little annoying because there was definitely a loophole at the end. I mean, I like that they just changed the law because, you know, equality or whatever for future generations. But, like, there was a loophole there the whole time where yeah. he wished to be a prince so he is a prince he didn't wish to look like a prince or pretend to be a prince for the next 30 days he wished to right. be a prince so right. like a prince can marry a princess done yeah boom done i'm trying to remember before they tell us what the name of the place he's supposedly the prince of all i can think right now is jafar like making up dumb names for it yeah Would it have to do with his name though? Because he's Prince Ali, Ali Ababwa. Maybe he's from Ababwa. Maybe Ali Ababwa is like of Ababwa. I'm sure we'll find something <clears> about <throat> it. Makes a cute elephant. He does. I like his trunk when it like flopped over. Yeah. It's very cute. With the pink. There's the beast. Did you see the beast? Yes. One of the little toys. I would love to have a set of like little ceramic miniature animals. That seems like a very doable goal for you. 
<laughs> I think you could probably make that happen. Yes, I could. I was oh, thinking I would like, love a giant gold elephant throne. That is less doable. <laughs> but uh, no, you want that scorpion chair. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, that's what I always think in Tangled, too. When they have the little tiny ceramic unicorns, I'm like, I could have a whole shelf of tiny little ceramic animals and I would be so freaking happy. But also <laughs> I have enough clutter as it is. I want a vizier. My cat could be my vizier. I know. <laughs> I feel like viziers are almost always, by definition, looking for more power, looking for more control. How Sounds would like I know they had my best interest at heart? That's true. <laughs> but yeah, so, oh, how old is Jafar? Do we think he's like in his 50s, 60s? I'd say 60s. Here's a thing. 60s, but with eye makeup on fleek. The problem with the royal vizier is that you've been royal since birth, so you can never trust that that person has your best interests at heart. Oh, that's true. you've always been royal. But, like, if one of us became royal, we could be each other's royal vizier, and it would not be a big deal, because, like, clearly, we're not friends for the power and money. Okay, like, so this would be the longest becomes, long con. Huh? So if one of us becomes royal, the other one gets to be the vizier. Got it? yeah okay because there was a thing on buzzfeed about a uh, single eligible eligible royals around the world so we got to look at that and get going <laughs> oh i don't like elephant abu having like human teeth i did not care for that no <laughs> well, let's think of the yago too he has human teeth it's very odd But yeah, I think it's fair to say after almost 15 years that uh, we're not friends for the other's money and power. For all the money and power we possess between us? Yeah, that's... <laughs> oh my God. I was talking to one of our friends from high school, our mutual friends, who I won't say their name for their privacy, but I think you know who I hang out with here, who's from our high school. And yes. uh, we were talking about how in high school we used to say like, yeah, one day when we're rich, we'll do this. And I was like, yeah, it still hasn't happened. And she goes oh, we're doing so much better than we did in high school. And I was like, no, we're not. Our net worth is less. We went to college and now we're in debt. <laughs> like in high school, at least we were at zero. <laughs> Listen, I paid, I don't really want to think about how much. $50,000? Yeah. After scholarships and stuff for a fancy piece of paper. My net worth is not great. <laughs> yeah. <sighs> I've already priced out my old car that I drive as in, is it worth it to get a new car or a new catalytic converter if my catalytic converter gets stolen? Like, yeah, that's how old my car is getting. Hint, it's not worth it. It would be more worth it to just get a new car. Why did Jeannie get so red? Did you see that? That was weird. Oh, why are the elephants just dark voids? I think bringing the lamp with you is a dumb idea. He's being impressive. 
that's me when my sister introduces me to one of her boyfriends. This is my brother, ecstatic. <laughs> Brad Kane did the voice of um, singing voice of Aladdin. Yeah, yeah. His voice is great. Oh, look, oh, it was the was... Cave of Wonders on the carpet. Oh, that makes sense. On each of the corners, there's like a lion face with his mouth open. Yeah. Oh, so Brad Kane and Leia Salonga, Salonga did a uh, video like 20 years after this movie came out of like them singing A Whole New World again. It's great. You should look it up on YouTube. <laughs> Jafar, who's been wandering the world looking for a cave, he's like, yeah, I've been wherever you've been. This falls under the category of that thing I told you in animation when they're feeling like things are slow, they hurt a bird. <laughs> it's a weird thing to do to people. Do old people really do that? I have no idea. Grab people's cheeks. Very impressive youth. Tim Curry and Ian McKellen were considered for the role of Jafar. Oh, uh, Tim Curry would have been great. Not that this Jafar is not great, but like, man, that would have been cool. Does it seem weird that there's like no guards or other people in this giant room? I mean, it's probably really hard to get there unless you have a parade also, and you walk in and murder the Sultan. Yeah, also, I think in this movie we see like five guards total. No, in the chasing sequence, there's easily like 20 because they cut him oh, off okay. from like almost every side. That's true. Oh. So like that's a reference that I don't get. Same. <laughs> this one too. Should have listened. Yep. Weird, because why are you wearing your cape like that? That's how you look. Do people ever make connections that you're like, I mean, I guess technically you're correct, but that's the weirdest connection I've ever heard. Like what connection? Part of the plot revolves around Jafar seeking Aladdin as he's the only one able to enter the cave, blah, blah, blah. This resembles a plot in an earlier Disney classic, The Rescuers, 
in which oh. Madame Medusa uses an oh. orphan girl small enough to fit through an opening to rescue the devil's eye diamond inside. That is, and yeah. both Madame Medusa and Jafar both say, it's mine, it's all mine, after they get their thingy. Oh, yeah. You know Do the thing these about exist you... in the Middle East? <laughs> I was just thinking that. I think yes. But also, you know the thing about his feather, that it falls down when he lies? Yeah. The most widely used honeybees are European races of, can't pronounce the name of that, species of honeybee, also indigenous to Africa and the Middle East. So, yes. Yes. So, yes. I feel like the blue accents in his outfit are too close to the blue of the genie. You know what color would be way better? I swear to God. <laughs> <laughs> like a deep purple? Uh, okay. I think it looked great. Yeah, we got it. <laughs> she likes purple. I love purple. I am the walking embodiment of that meme where it's like people who like red are just like, I like red, and people who are like purple are like, everything purple. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Danny DeVito was considered for the role of Iago. I could kind of see that. I was thinking you were going to say for the role of Aladdin and I'd be like, absolutely not. (laughs) (laughs) Do you trust me? Like I can't even do his voice, but such a good song. Love this song. Like in my ranking of this movie, an entire probably point or two is because of this song. If this song wasn't here, I would like this movie a lot less. So is this where we're going to talk about how in high school you'll listen to this and you had like a bootleg version of this on like a CD or something and it had the bird going like in the middle of it? Yes. There was another one that you had from The Little Mermaid where there's a weird bird sound. No, I think that was Won't Say I'm in Love. Oh, yeah, yeah. (sighs) Jasmine's singing voice, so good. That's what happens when you bring in Broadway people. That bird. (laughs) Yeah, they're in Egypt somehow. And now that uh, craftsman got murdered for messing up the statue. Probably. 
Uh oh. Now they're in Greece somehow. They run over Meg. <laughs> and that's the moment she was like, I got it. Oh. I figured it out. So she's like, you also like to pretend to be poor. That's my favorite thing. Yes. <laughs> Smart. He's lucky the lamp wasn't in the hat this time. So all these people just have like prosopagnosia and can't recognize faces. That's what I've learned. You don't recognize your coworker in the parking lot. But I didn't go on a romantic date with that coworker and run away from guards. That's true, I guess. At least I'm honest that I'm terrible at recognizing faces. Yeah. But listeners, if you haven't researched uh, prosopagnosia, you should go look it up. It's interesting. carpet third wheel in it that is an enormous balcony i wanted a balcony like that when i was a kid just ridiculously enormous or just any balcony so i could dramatically stand there and wait for a prince to show up you know yeah it's not mostly for the uh, carpet ride yeah more than anything else like you could do it. Build an addition on your house. This house is one story. Okay, so maybe the balcony goes off the roof. So, okay, does this fall into your thing you don't like about like a kiss being a reward? Because like they went on a date, no. so it's kind of different. Okay. The ro- It doesn't bother me if, you know, romantic people in a romantic relationship are kissing or whatever. It's when it is someone else in the movie, like a sidekick or someone that there's zero romantic interaction with at all. And then that character helps the main woman character in some way, saves her, helps her, whatever. And then she rewards him with a kiss, even though there is no romantic anything. So like Tangled, she kisses one of the ruffians on the cheek when they help them escape the snuggly duckling. Why? There was no romance at all, but like her kissing him on the cheek and he like lights up like it's the greatest thing ever. Right. And it's like, there's no reason for that. So you want to tell me that the guards wouldn't have noticed there's a weird ornate lamp in his hat. Maybe we should do something with that. I mean, I guess not. I just realized how much I would hate being the genie. 
<laughs> you just have to pop out randomly. Like, I hated being on call for work so much because I felt like I couldn't do anything because the oh, phone yeah. could ring at any moment. Yeah. But that's just your life as the genie. Why is he talking in German? Oh my God. Um, I feel like for the genie, there should be an exception. Like I'm allowed to make your wish for you if it will literally save your life. I mean, is that what he just did? Yeah. But I guess if that works, then Jafar could just like endanger whoever gets him and then be like, oh, do you want a wish to save yourself from this terrible circumstance I created for you? Weird to see her hair down. It is weird. Do you think that's why he says you're speechless, Lucy? Do you think that's why they called the song speechless in the new one? Probably. I was more focused on the second part of that line, which was a fine quality for a wife. Yeah, yikes. Boom. And he has little poofy powers where he can disappear, right? I mean, that could also be sleight of hand because that's totally a thing people do in general. Yeah. <gasps> Yzma's vile. <laughs> I think they're related. Yzma's grandpa? fan theory actually yeah. I don't know how the well we don't know what year this is set we're not really sure when emperor's new groove is set i think it was siblings Groove. did we look it up okay siblings but it was like Cousins. sometime in the incan empire yeah so like a couple thousand years sometime in there or maybe they're not related and one of his travels to find the beetle thing was like he ended up in peru for a bit Maybe they're lovers. No, they're not. And she taught him some of the magic stuff. Yeah. Maybe Iago is a person that got transformed into a bird using Yzma's magic. We're making our own fan theories here. Iago was a Jafar's longtime boyfriend and got turned into a parrot after they slighted Yzma. Wait. I'm sorry, is Yzma, or is Jafar dating Iago, or is Jafar, Jafar dating Yzma? Iago. Or both, I guess. Or Yzma wanted to date Jafar and then was jealous of Iago, so turned Iago into a parrot, and Jafar was like, nah, and left. I don't know if I like that, because this is clearly an abusive relationship. Oh yeah, it's not great, but they have a cutesy photo together that Iago clearly treasures, because he like packed it, right? I love this scene with the flamingos. I mean, obviously it's not right now. It's when Iago's pretending to be a flamingo. It's great.
I'm sorry, is he mad at the genie for doing exactly what he asked him to do? And then he's like immediately upset that like, what? Why didn't you immediately forgive me for going back on my huge promise that has implications for the rest of your immortal life? Yeah. You're supposed to forgive me immediately. Mm-hmm. Princess Jasmine is still the only Disney princess to kiss a villain. Oh. I didn't think about that. and it's pretty gross because she's if we're being generous 18 and if we're being generous for Jafar 50 (laughs) probably 60s his weird little laugh (laughs) 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 oh my god in this instance the this scene is slow let's do something more with the bird totally works I like his impressions so far. He sticks one feather up. Yeah. Is this what you'd use your balcony for? Just announcements? This is a different balcony though, isn't it? Because the other one's like yeah. off her bedroom. Right. I don't have that many announcements like- to make. Part of the appeal of the balconies is announcements. I don't have very many announcements. No. I want to know how he's that close without guards figuring it out. Yeah. Stop twisting his smoke trail. Ugh. I don't know why that would take uh, swirling clouds, etc. I think it would just be like, poof, you're sultan. I think if there's one thing we know for sure about the genie, it's that he has a flair for the dramatic. That he's extra, yeah. He got Iago a little hat. <laughs> now Iago's the vizier. Scary genie. Could have wished him free when you could have. Uh-huh. And all this would have been avoided. That was that one scream. What's the name of that scream? Wilhelm? Yeah. Did you hear it? No, I was yawning. <laughs> Jafar's like, I want you to move my palace to where it's really inconvenient for everyone. What is the weird, like, little tuft of hair on the sultan's chest? It's so bright. It's because it's white. He's old. Right, but also they they darken the entire color scheme of the movie for this scene to be sinister. So, like, it's even more of a stark contrast. It's just weird. Because, like, Jafar's outfit right now is white. 
but it's kind of tannish in this scene yeah. because they've added the, this like blue hue to everything. But the Sultan's chest hair is still like just this stark white. It's magical. Oh, he said down boy. Oh, okay. So wasn't Jafar supposed to have a full-on villain song and they cut it? I think so. So now all we have is this weird one? I don't think it's weird. I think it's pretty good as far as villain songs. That's fine, but could have been longer. Jafar was like hanging out, writing this song, planning his revenge. Yeah, that completely tracks with his character. It does. Slap. Slap. He's like, Iago, what rhymes with his assets frozen? <laughs> he has like a little notebook. His eyes look crazy. I think the real hero of this entire story is the carpet, honestly. Yeah, the carpet never messes up. I always thought that this thing looked like a little furnace, or not a furnace, thermos. It kind of does. <laughs> yeah. But like the carpet is so proactive about saving Aladdin constantly. Like he would not have survived oh, yeah. if the carpet wasn't immediately like, nope. let me fly up there with him just to make sure I can help him out. Yeah. That is correct. Yep. But to be fair, if we think he's like 18, his prefrontal cortex is not fully developed. He's probably going to make some dumb choices. He's like, I got to go walk back to Agrabah to set things right. I mean, what's his other option? Sit down and freeze or jump off the cliff? Like, I guess, yeah. Or he was heading to the thing, so maybe he was like, maybe there's some stuff in here I can. Uh... Yeah. Salvage blankets, shirts, something. Yeah. So he has very good depth perception, clearly. And like spatial awareness and all that. Yeah. So why does he still want to marry her? If he's already sultan. I think at this point it's like a status thing. Yeah, like a well you did say abject humiliation. Oh, okay. Because like it'd be a giant middle finger to Jasmine and the Sultan and pretty much everyone. Right. 
I feel like that's also a reference that we're supposed to get that I don't get. I would have liked to see this argument play out because like the genie can't make her love him. Yeah. Also, who decided to animate Jasmine and be like, you know what? Her waist should be the size of her wrist. That makes sense. <laughs> You're not going to like my answer, but I have an answer. Are you going to say a man? Men. Okay, yeah, got it. Heterosexual men yeah, is the okay. answer to that question. Let's not have the side conversation right now. Yeah. Kind of twisted, like the uh, musical Twisted. Have you watched that? No. It's the Starkid musical about Jafar. It's called Twisted. We should watch it sometime. You should be moving faster. Yeah. And when you hear that, that's when you suddenly grab it. Like now, come on. Everyone has to be grossed out. And so her horrible sacrifice of kissing Jafar is all for nothing. Yep. Apparently in the original script, um, Jasmine uses a jewel in her crown to cut her way out of the hourglass instead of being rescued. And it annoys me that they took that out. I kind of like that, yeah. That would be a terrible way to die, getting covered in sand in a giant hourglass. Not the worst. Not the worst, but it'd be I don't think. awful. I mean, it'd be suffocating. Yeah. So it is a little difficult because he can't like Wait, can Jafar kill people with his powers? I think so. I think he's just toying with him at this point. Because okay. he said the most powerful sorcerer in the world. Not so a there, yet, I don't right. think there would be any limitations on that. Yeah. That is a giant diamond that he's skating around on. Hey, there it is. Tools. No lime green, though. This movie is a much yeah. more red palette than greens. What? What?
So how are genies created? Do you think this is how all genies are created? Or are they like a separate, like, I don't know, mom and dad genies have baby genies? <laughs> like, I mean, I feel, it, it feels like this genie is the only genie until this oh, happens. Okay. Yeah. So, or maybe there's just very few and it's just like any other cryptid in the world that like, or any, well, they're immortal. Maybe they just have been, maybe they're demigods. Yeah. I don't know. I don't think genies reproduce through sexual reproduction. Let's start there. What? What? So in case you really care about spoilers (laughs) for the direct to VHS sequels, uh, Uh this is spoilers for that. But here's the thing. He says, a thousand years in the Cave of Wonders ought to chill you out. And he like flicks him into the desert, presumably to the Cave of Wonders. But then doesn't the second movie start with one of like a random guy fishing him out of a well? Yeah, that doesn't make sense. That just feels like a massive oversight on Genie's part. Like, yeah. I feel like he would have put him in the Cave of Wonders. Or like, Which, I don't know, the bottom of the ocean. But he just dropped him in a well somewhere in the middle of the desert? Like, that just seems... Bloop. Yeah. Dumb. If only we knew someone with power over the legal system in this area. But I feel like that line implies that genies can be romantically interested in people or other genies or whatever. He already wished to be a prince. He's still a prince. Right, because I don't think Jafar's sorcery undoes that, right? Yeah, that's true. Unless Jafar like actually stripped him of being a prince. That wasn't explicitly stated though, so. Okay, so now the lamp is just a lamp. Now the genie's naked, awkward. I know, right? Like it doesn't make (laughs) sense, but also he's naked. It's like a dog without his collar. (laughs) Or like, I don't know, it's just weird. Or like we just watched Oliver and Company and what's his face without his cute little bandana? Yeah. I like that it's like sort of implied that Genie goes to Disney World. You know? Like, doesn't he come back and he has like a goofy hat or whatever? I think so. Oh. Why are his eyebrows still black when all his other hair is white? You've never seen like 
men that have that? Like sometimes their hair goes white and their eyebrows kind of stay dark for a while? No. No? Maybe he dyes his eyebrows. Oh, she gets to choose. I feel like she forgot his name for a second. I choose you, sir. <laughs> well, she was like, him, I choose I that choose one. you, Aladdin. Like, just forgot for a second. And then he said, call me Al, which is like, no, that's... Awful. Sorry to offend any owls who listen to this, but that's, <laughs> that's definitely a less attractive name than Aladdin. This is, I'm Jasmine, and this is my husband, Al. I like his wedding outfit. I like you her don't like announcement. Her kissing. <laughs> I like her announcement outfit more than I like her wedding yeah, outfit. Yeah. Yeah, Although I, I had when I was a kid, I had like a, a print of them in their wedding outfits on the carpet. And it was like the most beautiful thing I'd ever seen in my life. And I would just like stare at it all the time on my wall. So sweet. <sighs> excellent, excellent movie. Are you ranking Cusco out of lamps? Cusco, Cusco would have liked it more if he stayed awake to finish it. He didn't. Um, we could rank out of lamps, parrots. I don't know, what do you think? giant rubies used to skate across the floor let's do lamps okay i think kuska was asleep when i picked him up and he stayed asleep and then he like realized that i picked it up and he was like ah <laughs> okay. okay out of 10 lamps how many lamps would you give this? I'm torn between an eight and an eight and a half. What's uh, something you've given an eight before? I gave Lion King and Beauty and the Beast an eight. And I think I would put this above that, but I stupidly gave Atlantis an 8.5 when that should be higher. And I gave Mulan an 8.5. And I don't What's know if it's quite I that. What have I given an eight? Tangled, Tarzan, and Atlantis. What did I give Little Mermaid? 9.5. Okay. I would, out of 10 lamps, I would give this 8. I would agree with 8. All right. Well, I'm glad we did this.